This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Full of frustration. Silly mistakes again. Full of despair. I don't even know if I'll have a club tomorrow. From years of hurt, disappointment, and relegation. It could be League Two next season. Bolton are down. Norwich are down. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory. Get in! Pride. It's been a joy to watch. Passion. Nanny! In search of silverware. MLS Cup champions, baby! And they found... ATL. Orlando! Major League Soccer. Welcome to the MLS UK show. It's Henry here for the latest of our isolation interviews. And I'm delighted to say joining us is Chris Cadden from Columbus Crew. How are you, Chris? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, both, but I'm, I'm getting there. Well, this is what we want to know is that with uh, you guys in MLS and, and footballers in general, what have you been doing to pass the time? Well, there's not really anything you can do apart from just sort of keeping fit, just sort of keeping yourself ticking over. The big unknown, the big uncertainty where we don't know when we're coming back. I know the MLS season has been suspended and the training has been suspended. It's just you don't know when, when you're coming back. So there's nothing really you, you can do, but just to sort of keep yourself ticking over and keep yourself fit. So is this your life now? You're just waiting for your bosses or people at MLS to just inform you of what's happening? Yeah, it's, it's, it was the first sort of week or so it was when it was all new. It was Everything was honestly changing day by day. You were just sort of opening up your laptop and just waiting for an email to see what the script was. But now it's sort of changing sort of weekly and you're, 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 that's what I'm saying, you're just sort of waiting and, and just just waiting about. We've But the, the crew, Columbus crew, have been, have been unbelievable with it. They've been, we've been on conference calls and we've been talking to most of the boys in the team and that and just keeping everybody sort of sort of in the loop and um, we're getting conference calls where there's like 40 people on the on the call and we're all chatting and, and getting what's best and what's best to do so that when the season does start back up that we're, um, that we're ready to go. 
So uh, you was actually on one of these conference calls before uh, we chat right now. Yeah. Um, is there any of the lads that are a bit like tardy to it? A bit of the lads that are a bit late, or uh, you can tell we're doing something else in the background. No. So what they do? You need to mute, you need to mute your phone, so uh, you don't really know what the boys are doing in the background. But um, I think there's going to be a a sort of a, a Zoom call or maybe something like that, so you can actually see what people are doing to sort of get a face to face. Um, but no, the conference calls are good and that's sort of something you do. That's basically what my day's been around the days, waiting for the conference call. I, I can imagine what the crew have set up for you in terms of a training regime and your diet and stuff like that. I, has that changed over the process of this? Because I guess it's, at the start you may have thought, oh, it might be two weeks, but now it's looking like it's going to be two, maybe three months. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a long period of time and it's, it's, it's hard to sort of um, keep yourself going and train yourself it is there's only so many press ups you can do in the house and only so many like training yourself and things like that it's difficult but as soon as an athlete you've got to you've got to do and you've got to keep taking over but the crew have been have been great I mean send us meal plans they even bought our dinner the other night so we were having a delivery and you had to go on the website and you picked what you wanted and the crew paid for it all and you got it delivered to your house so do you know what I mean? They've been, they've, they've not left any stone unturned, and they're doing everything they can to keep us to keep us going. But it's just a mental situation that um, you don't really know when it's going to end. And you, I can't wait. I, you really miss normality, and you and you realise you take for granted your sort of day to day schedule. Yeah, because I guess for for you guys in MLS, whereas um, you know back in the UK, it's nearly the end of the season. But with you guys, you've only just started, so it's kind of like another pre season again. Yeah, I think that's what the talks are going to do. I think they're going to. I think there's going to be a wee build up before the sort of first game. So it was weird enough doing pre season in January. So it'll be a bit. It'll be a bit more normal for me to do pre season in, in June if that's when it comes or whenever May is. But it's uh, yeah, that's what they're talking about doing doing another doing another pre season. So having to do that again after only playing two games is crazy. But listen, it's it's what it is. And and the main thing now for me is. I mean, football does seem like the most important thing in the world sometimes, but right now it's not, is it really? It's everybody's health and keeping this virus at a minimum and, and saving lives, really. I know the NHS back home is, is doing a great job uh, and with that and, and staying and hope everybody's sort of sticking to the guidelines. I've just sort of done the lockdown back home, so I hope everybody's doing that and, if, and, and staying home because that's the most important thing just now. Yeah, of course, and uh, especially with the comments of the NHS, we echo that as well. Were you were you ever tempted to come back home when it all started? Yeah, so it was when it was sort of a week to week basis when it was changing our day to day. I was I was just sort of staying put, just seeing what happening. But once it sort of the league got suspended, I was straight on the phone to sort of the people on the team and 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 asking about about maybe me coming home just to see my my family and and things like that because. I'm out here myself, my girlfriend's back home, I'm in this flat myself and just, just sort of for my own peace of mind, just to be around people and, and maybe go see my family and stuff. But I spoke to the doc out here and because New York's been hit really, really bad with it apparently, that was usually my route home. So I'd go from Columbus to New York, New York to Glasgow. But because New York's shut down, I would have to go from Columbus to Chicago, Chicago to London, London to Glasgow. So I told the doc that and he was he was like, listen, he, he didn't think that was safe. So I've just sort of staying here for the time being and, and keeping myself uh, busy. 
Yeah, it's um, it's such a strange situation, and uh, of course, you must be. You know, you, you're not only looking at what's happening in the states, and and that's your immediate concern, but you must also be looking at what's happening back in the UK, and and have concern for your family and your girlfriend as well. Yeah, no, because they've just sort of they've done the lockdown in the UK there, so it's it's weird because everybody's all my mates and all my family, everybody's talking about like only be able to leave the house once a day for exercise and things like that. But it's not as strict here right now anyway. We're not in full lockdown yet. It's um, you're still allowed to leave the house. You're still allowed to do things like that. You're obviously recommended to stay stay indoors. But you can still... I've, I've been going down to a local park every day and just sort of doing running there and things like that. But we're still... It's not as strict as of yet. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's just a crazy situation. And... Um, speaking to my dad and, and my brother as well, they're, they're sort of locked in the house and it's just, yeah, it's just obviously concern for them and just hoping that, that everyone stays safe and I'm speaking to everybody yeah, every single day and, and, and they phone me as well to make sure I'm all right. Um, so let's uh, let's get to a more positive yeah. you know, bit of content then. Let's have a look at how a lad from Bells Hill in Scotland who's played over 100 times for Motherwell in uh, in the SBL, has managed to get himself to the US. So how, where did this come about? How, when did you first hear about it? And what were your thoughts when you got told that you could be signing for an MLS club? Yeah, so obviously I'm I'm actually from Motherwell, so that's sort of um, where where I played. And um, yeah, so I was I played played there and, and absolutely loved it. And it was sort of my hometown team, and that was my dreams uh, growing up was to play there and and, and do it. When I done that, it was it was a dream come true really, and, and be able to do that so many times was a real privilege and a real special moment. But so I was coming at the end of end of my contract, and and you know I had a bad injury, um, so I was out for about four to five months. So I was just sort of getting my rehab back and um, yeah, and I just heard about the, the interest with Columbus Crew and my agent phoned me and told me all about it and first of all, I, I went on Google and typed Columbus, I didn't have a clue what it was and then I went on, looked at the looked at the club and then I just spoke to a few people from, from the club, I thought spoke to Pat Onstad who's the sort of technical director here and um, I've got and the head of scouting over here is a as a boy called Neil McGinnis, who um, Neil McGinnis, sorry, who's he's um, he's Scottish as well. So he's actually from Motherwell as well. He's from round about my area. So I was speaking to them, and the way they spoke about the club, and and once I had a research into it, it was my mind was sort of made up pretty early doors, and it was it was a new experience that I that I wanted to take. And with all the good things happening here, we've got a new stadium coming. Uh, next year we've got a new train facility coming but it's the club's really really on the up here and it's uh, it's something that I want to be a part of and it was no, it was a it was a great opportunity for me to come out here and and on, when I just spoke to these people and they sort of told me all about it, it was there was nothing there was nothing I wanted to do more than come out here and experience it you come from a, a football family don't you so what was your your dad who, who played and your brother plays in Scotland what were their reaction when you told them you were going to go over it was pretty similar because, like, it was never really in, in my mind about about MLS at all until sort of Columbus came. When I spoke, because my, my agent, and my dad, we've got a group chat, so we, the three years were in constant contact. My dad's been a massive sort of um, impact on my career, and he's been he's advised me in all all my moves. And and if he didn't think this was a good move, then I probably wouldn't be here. That's that's sort of how um, how much an impact he's got on it. So. I spoke to them, I told them, and 
and they they also did, did their own research. They done they looked into what what Columbus was like, what it's like as a place, what what the MLS as a whole was like, and and they were the same as me. They were like, I seen this an opportunity that's it's a great opportunity that she at a stage in my career as well and I'm young I've not really got any not got kids and things like that back home no sort of a tie so to come over here and, and experience MLS and it was something I was I was desperate doing as, as soon as and they looked in it as well and, and they were and they were all for it as well and uh, has your brother uh, got any thoughts of maybe joining you over in MLS has he been jealous <laughs> of your life so far I think he would absolutely love it. I've been I've been talking up to him, and he he would love nothing more to come out here. But um, no, he's doing well just now. He's at he's at Morton, and he's um he's doing really well just now. He actually just got Player of the Month, so it's been a nightmare time for him. He they sort of league to take a break because he was on a real real good bit of form. But he would, I think he would absolutely love it. I think he's going to come out in May when well he was going to come out in May when the season was done to sort of see it and and uh, sort of come out for that little holiday, but. Uh, hopefully, gets out sort of whenever, whenever they can. Really, you signed for Columbus uh, last year and then went back on loan to Oxford. How did that come about? Basically, Columbus, where so there's, as you're probably aware, there's there's all sort of all sorts of rules and and things like that with the the roster they call out here, um, just with international players and, and and things like that. So basically, Columbus were interested and um, and they wanted me to come out right away, but. They couldn't fill the. They couldn't get rid, so they needed an international roster spot for me to come out. They were trying to get that spot for me, but they they couldn't get it. So I actually thought, right, this is. I, I don't know what's going to happen here, but they they spoke to us and they showed a, and they were great. They said, look, we still want you. We still we still want you for next season. It's because they were halfway through the season when I signed, really. So would you be able to go out and loan? play games and then come back in January when um for the start of the new season. And do you know what? See looking back it was it was probably a great decision because one, because I'd just come back from an injury and it was able to play games and uh, to be able to go to Oxford as well. Do you know I absolutely loved my time there. We were, we were playing well, I was I was doing well and, and the and the gaffer was great with me there and Oxford was a real real great time that I, that I absolutely Absolutely loved and I had no regrets about that whatsoever. It was a real, real good time for me um, and my career as well. So, so that's how it sort of came about. And then, and then after that, it was when I when I went over to to start pre-season in, in sort of January. So I always sort of had that in the back of my mind. I was I was going out. So, but no, Oxford, Oxford were great and and I absolutely loved my time there. Yeah, because uh, a few of the Oxford fans and a few of the Columbus fans, they're having a bit of uh, beef on Twitter about where it were the better team for you to be at. Did you see any of that? Yeah, but I was getting tagged in a few and stuff, and it's, it's, it, was a good, it was a good bit of viewing watching it. <laughs> well, Oxford to Columbus is very different, but Scotland to Columbus, I can imagine the differences there are even greater. What have you missed from... Scotland, because I've seen you were bringing over some iron brew. Uh, yeah. Is there anything else that's any more home comforts that you've brought over? Yeah, I should probably see my, my family and things like that. I miss, probably miss him the most. But apart from some home comforts, I would, you know, I didn't bring over, I, I love my Heinz baked beans and I didn't bring any over and I've been absolutely craving them for uh, the past month or so. So um, next time somebody comes over, I'm going to get them to bring it. But just the, just the little things, like all the American food is different and and it's getting used to it and things like that, and like the, and even my favourite restaurants back home and, and things like that, you, you, do, you do miss it, all your home comforts. 
but it's it's something that yeah I've got used to now and uh, yeah I do I do miss I do miss home and I do miss I do miss Scotland a lot. Um, do you think it'd be a challenge having to get iron brew and uh, baked beans past the dietitians at work? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm just going to keep it quiet. I think that's what I'm going to do. They must look and think, what, what's with this guy and these orange foods that he wants to eat? I uh, yeah, absolutely no idea. But I actually had a look for baked beans the other day and I couldn't find them anywhere. Um, so you seem to have settled quite well. Uh, obviously, what's happening at the moment is that to, you've had to really had to settle yourself anyway but um what's ohio like as a place to live and columbus in particular and and how have the people been with you no they've they've, they've been great um first of all every time you speak to somebody they, they automatically ask where i'm from because they've never heard what sort of they've never really heard my accent before so but um they've got they've been great so the, the the people from columbus especially they, they've been great and every time you go out and you start speaking to people and and they're so they're so welcome and friendly. Before I came out, I actually spoke to so I've got a good mate over in Vancouver, um, Andy Rose. So he was at Motherwell with me, mm-hmm. and he spoke to a few people for me about Columbus. I've, I had not a clue what it was like. I had no idea. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what highlight was like. And he spoke to a few people, and they were they says they they absolutely loved it here, and and everybody in the team loves it. And yeah, it's it's a, it's a real real great place to live, and it's. I've just got an apartment, just sort of um, downtown, they call it here, just sort of, uh, and uh, it's a place called Short North, where it's busy with restaurants, bars, things like that, and it's uh, it's real lively as well, so it's it's a great place, and my girlfriend was over um, sort of a month ago, and she absolutely loved it as well, so it's it's a great place to live, and you didn't really expect, I didn't really expect, expect it to be this good when I first came out, I'm, I suppose expected to be a bit quieter, but maybe a bit boring, but it's, it's nothing like that. It's, it's, it's a real, real, real nice place to live. Uh, so with MLS then, um, if I was to tell you a few months ago that we'd catch up at the end of March, I think you'd been hoping to have played more than one game, but as we stand, uh, it is only the one game. But what was your, your experience like in that game of MLS and, and how does it differ from UK football? Yeah, it's, well, <laughs> well, actually, I came on. I came on twice actually against home at who was it New York and then away to Seattle. So they were completely different. Um, so I came on at left wing, which I've never played before, and then left back in Seattle, which I've never played before. So in that respect, it was different. But the main thing is this, is the travel. So Seattle is um, Seattle. If you're obviously in, in the map, it's top left of the country, and we're sort of mid mid east and. It was a travel, so we so we travelled the, the day before because of the the virus was just sort of kicking off. They wanted to stay in and out as soon as possible, so it was like a seven hour flight before a game, and then after the game you're in you're in the bus, you're at the airport, and then you're flying home seven hours again. So that sort of welcome MLS and and the travel that that is involved in it, and it's yeah that's something that I'm going to get getting get used to. But it's, uh, that was really the, the main. <laughs> the main difference and as well as the football you can you can see there's some top quality players out here I mean as soon as I came and trained you can see the quality here we've just we've just bought our boy Lucas for uh, I think it was 8 million dollars or whatever from the Mexican league and this guy's this guy's next level he's, he's a top top quality player so it's um, you can you can tell the standard and the, and the league has got some top players out here uh, Did that surprise you at all? Uh, what was your impressions of MLS before you went? 
No, so when you speak to a few boys out here, they say, or the people from like, sort of the UK or whatever, they come out and think it's going to be easy. They think it's going to be sort of a, a walk in the park. But I never had that sort of mindset going on at any any time. I knew it was going to be hard. I knew it was going to be um, be a challenge. And that was one of the main reasons why I, why I came out. I wanted to go and, and test myself. And I wouldn't have came if I didn't think it would if I didn't think it'd be a good standard. So I've always been of the mindset that it's going to be it's going to be a real, real good league with with, uh, with top quality players. So um, I've never had that that sort of thought, but it's not it's not surprising one bit. It's, it's exactly what I, what I thought it was and how good the standard is, and it's uh, it's great to sort of train with these guys as well. And before you go, Chris, uh, I did, well, we always kind of ask this question to players when they come on the the show, and uh, obviously, normally you, your answer is one that. You've uh, you've had a few games in the season, or you've had half a season. You can kind of judge from there. But when I ask what uh, what do Columbus expect this year? What's Columbus's uh, ambitions? I guess you have them in ambitions, but all those might have changed, and we don't know what's going to happen in the league so far. Yeah, we have no idea. Our ambitions, I don't know. I think we're just sort of taking things as it comes and, and to just sort of see how we are because it's quite a, it's a relative new group and there's been a lot of signings in, in the sort of off-season here but we've but we've signed some top quality players I mean Darlington Nagby he's like this guy's I don't think I've seen loads of ball yet in training even in training he's a he's a honestly brilliant player they've got the boy Lucas who we signed and, and even the boys that we had before like Pedro Santos um, Jassis Aldez He's been around the league and I've and, and been here for and scoring goals for for seasons now. So if you look at our team and, and our bench as well, we've got some we've got some good players. So as long as we say stay fit and healthy and everybody's sort of um and playing well, then I don't know. We 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 just sort of wait and see what happens and sort of take it as it comes whenever whenever the season starts back. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned a few of the players there that uh, Columbus have picked up and, and I know Caleb Porter was there last season, but it really seems like this season he's managed to stamp his what he wants for the team finally this year. And and there's actually a lot expected of Columbus. You've had two good results to start with. So uh, are you being are you playing it down a bit there or is it is a playoff push really what you guys should be getting this year? Um, I'd be just... I'd... Personally, myself, I'd be disappointed if we didn't get a playoff push. And then it's, it's, it's obviously, um, it's a, it's a lottery whoever wins after the playoffs and things like that. But I, I'd be disappointed if we didn't get the playoff push. Me personally, I don't know if you speak to a few of the boys, they might, they might think different. But that's, that's my sort of feeling. And just looking about the changing room, and uh, it's a, it's a real, real good side, and, and it is a playoff side for me. And uh, how's Caleb been? With you, uh, he's a, a well-known manager across the league. Is is he is he helped integrate you into the not only the the team but also US culture? Yeah, absolutely. It's, he's he's been great with me. He's he's he spoke to me all the way through it. Even when I was in Oxford, they gave us a phone, things like that. And I know he kept he kept up with what I was doing in in Oxford and things. And it's it's uh, he's he's been he's been great with me. There's sort of no better. Better manager to have just now, in in the in the way he sort of he makes sure everybody's integrated and he makes sure everybody's feels at home really, and and, and as well with, with all these other staff and you've got um, people in the background as well who, when you come out here, you, you you've no idea where you want to live, you've no idea how to get a car, you've no idea just little things like that that you don't realise. I didn't realise until I came over, but they've been 
they've been they've been great with us and getting my, getting me settled, getting me sorted and things like that. So no, they've been great and Caleb as well. He's he's you can tell he's a top top gaffer. You can tell why he's he's got a he's got a championship behind him and. Yeah, he's been he's been magnificent with me, and uh, I'm just thankful for thankful that I've got him. This is the MLS UK show. The MLS UK show with Lucid FC, a distinctively modern, casual fashion label. Take a look at lucidfc.us or lucidfc.co.uk and see why celebrities love the look. This season's current line is called "What's Your Effing Club?" Which is your F? Football, fashion, or film? If it's football, you're in the right place. Film, the MLS UK show podcast, is now available to watch on YouTube. But fashion, it's always lucidfc.us or lucidfc.co.uk. Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt, MLS UK show. So there we go, Chris Cadden on the MLS UK show. Uh, Thanks to Chris for joining us. And uh, if you've missed any of our isolation interviews so far, then you can catch up on our YouTube channel. Uh, Just search MLS UK show. And also if you go to your podcast provider, it's uh, just MLS UK show as well. Remember to subscribe uh, because it really helps us out. And you also get a notification when something drops then. Thank you for joining us. Stay safe. And uh, I'll see you again very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.